Welcome to Indie Game Hustle. My name is Charles and today we're going to go over a few different pieces of software that I use pretty daily um, to help get my work done quicker. My focus is to keep things simple. So when I choose a program to use, I really base it on a lot of different things. I base it on UI, um, whether it's free or not, how much it costs, um, all types of things, usability, all those things go into a decision when I choose something uh, to design with or just to make things with. So a lot of my choice revolve around those categories. The software I use mainly um, as my game engine is going to be Unity. And I use a software called Blender for 3D modeling, painting, and sculpting. In terms of doing graphic work, like uh, like painting on a 2D surface or doing a logo or just things of that nature, graphic design type things, I'm using right now uh, Affinity Designer and Affinity Photo. I previously was using, in comparison, Adobe Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator, but it was getting a bit costly to pay the monthly subscription for the Adobe Creative Cloud. So using Affinity have saved so much money and I get the same uh, quality of work. And to be honest, there's even some workflows in um, Affinity that I like better than the uh, Photoshop and Illustrator versions. In regards to Unity, I use Unity because it's simple. The interface is really easy to get around it's really easy to understand on how to do things or at least where to start. Um, the main part I remember back in the day when I started Unity, it was really important to understand how to import assets. Another main reason why I like Unity is because of ProBuilder. ProBuilder was a particular piece of software that was separate and existed within the asset store. ProBuilder is basically the... It gives you the ability to 3D model within Unity and allows you to help you build your levels quicker so you can test your game quicker. So if you have a character walking and you want to kind of get a sense of scale, you use ProBuilder to help get that sense. And this is just level design practices, really. But ProBuilder for level design in Unity is a godsend, honestly, because without it, we just had cubes. And those cubes worked and they were efficient. But if you just want a little bit more control, instead of going to an outside package like Maya or Blender to do all your modeling to then import it. And then on top of that, you need your collisions. ProBuilder has all that stuff built into it. So you don't have to worry about your collisions and, and anything like that. You can just build your model, keep it simple, keep it basic. And it's really great. I mean, it's really designed for creating quick mock-ups of your level design, allowing you to focus on your map layout and um, without having to commit to any real final level design ideas because realistically, you're not going to be, you know, use your level the way it is right at that point. You're always going to iterate over time, and that's really the best way to go about it. Another thing about Unity is its materials or its shaders. Um, using shaders in Unity is super simple and easy to understand. 
um, the basics of just using it, you know, making sure you have your diffuse channel or your ambient occlusion channel or things like that. Um, writing your own shaders, that's that's a bit tougher, especially if you're not one who codes or writes scripts or anything. And by all means, if you know how to write scripts, you'll be able to possibly write your own shaders. But if you're not into that sort of thing, Unity has a built-in shader that you can work with, or you can download shaders that some others from the asset community have created, and you can get those through the asset store, which that's what I do. I use a lot of assets to help, um, I guess, fill in for the parts that I don't know how to do myself from scratch. So writing a shader is not something I want to do. So I get a shader from there, especially um, because I like the tune look. Um, There is a shader that I utilize. But if you don't want to download a shader from the asset store or anything like that, you can also utilize the built-in shader node editor, which is awesome. Um, I haven't really played with it a whole lot, but it's definitely something you should look into. And speaking of the asset store, the asset store has been my go-to for my game. Um, Since I'm not a programmer, and I've probably said this multiple times, but... You know, I can't create a a character system with climbing and, and jumping and all of those things. I don't really know how to do all of that just yet, writing through code. So I do rely on the talented individuals who create beautiful and wonderful assets from the asset store that have already kind of put that together. Yeah, and, and in terms of the cost versus the time, it's that's it, that's an easy decision. So if you're trying to make a game that has, you know, say you're trying to make a battle system or uh, some type of fighting game, I know for a doubt, uh, without a doubt that there is absolutely a, a framework on the asset store to help you build your fighting game. Or if you're looking for an RPG, there is absolutely a framework available for you to build out that RPG vision that you have in mind. Don't let your limitations limit you from making your game. You can use the skill sets that you have and connect them with the skill sets of others through say the asset store or maybe there's maybe you know people who create these types of things. Maybe you have friends who are programmers, you can connect with them, but ultimately the asset store will really allow you to build out your game piece by piece. Now, this doesn't mean that you just push a button and it does everything you needed to do. You're going to have to obviously spend some time to learn how they decided to create a character controller or how they decided to build this RPG framework. You're going to have to learn their way of doing things. And if there's any issues, of course, reaching out to those developers and asking questions and saying, hey, I love your asset. How do I do this? How do I do that? And Nine times out of ten, they're going to respond to you saying, hey, man, great. Thank you for purchasing my asset. This is how you do this. Or if they don't know how to do something, they might lead you down a path to help you figure out how to do it. Remember, no one's going to do it for you. You still have to understand how things work. And I absolutely recommend that you sit down, really understand how you want your game to work. Not knowing how to program is not really... I would say it's not an excuse to not try to understand. I would suggest understanding what methods are, understanding what the update function and the start function do, because a lot of times 
if you reach out to an asset creator and they're going to say, okay, well, you know, that's an easy fix. Take this code and put it here. If you don't understand how to fire up Visual Studio and look for code and look for the line that it's on and, and that type of thing, or you don't understand a little bit of that, it's going to still be a little bit difficult for you. So again, I would never say you don't need to know how to program. I just think that you don't have to be a master programmer to be able to create the game, but I definitely recommend at least taking a couple courses, look at some tutorials on how even the basic foundations of programming works. Um, and it's going to help you go a long way with this whole creative um, endeavor that you're going for. Besides using Unity um, for 3D, of course, in terms of 3D modeling, I used to use Autodesk Maya, right? And of course, it costs a lot of money to really get involved with Maya. So I had to look into myself and say, look, do I have the money to pay you know, their monthly fee or do I need to look elsewhere? And that's what I did. I looked elsewhere and I stumbled upon Blender. Um, Blender is a 3D modeling, 3D painting, 3D sculpting software. And it does even more than that. But it, it does all of those things all for free. And once you get used to using Blender, honestly, you actually look at the other programs like Maya and you go, you know what, I don't really need that program. Sure, those programs are definitely industry standard and and they work, no doubt. They do absolutely work. They have some excellent tools that I wish that Blender had natively. But because Blender is such an open software, they also have wonderful, um, talented developers out there who create wonderful plugins. So if you need characters created, I mean, I believe there's a character creator by the name of... Um, He's going to don't get mad at me for ruining your name, but manually Manoni Bustai. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll drop a link um, in the show notes, but that allows you to create characters. Um, there's painting add ons to help you paint better in the program. There's all types of add ons. Um, if you're also kind of used to Maya, but you want to switch to Blender, it may be a little off putting in terms of using the uh, the mouse and the hotkeys. So you're going to have to take some time to, to get used to that. Um, but using Blender um, at the end of the day has been a godsend. It's a wonderful piece of software um, in terms of doing 3D. And there's been some awesome works out there. And honestly, a lot of people use it, whether you know it or not. Um, they're, they're using it. You can just go on the web and search Blender in like a YouTube video. And I guarantee you're going to have so much to choose from to learn from. There's, a, there's no point for me to create a how to use Blender video. There's too many places out there for you to learn. And I'm going to actually give a link to a place that I helped that helped me learn how to use Blender, and um, you can move forward with that. But I absolutely recommend Blender. Get used to it. It can get so comfortable once you actually start using it, and uh, you'll love it. And I love the sculpting part. Did I say that already? But the sculpting is really good. I'm just starting to understand how to do the painting in there. But, um, yeah, you'll see some of my results soon enough. Another software that I used um, often and I've been using for actually years have been Photoshop. Uh I use Photoshop really to, when I'm done, say, 3D modeling, I would um, export my UVs and put them in Photoshop and add some textures in there directly. Um, but 
lately I've actually not wanted to use Photoshop or Illustrator really for the main fact that it's so expensive. I did, right now I was paying about $30 a month and um, while it's a great deal right now $30 a month can be a little tight so I needed to find an alternative and I came across something called Affinity, Affinity Photo and Affinity Designer. And these are great. Um, they cost about $49.99 a piece and there's no monthly fee. So if you need to do any painting or illustrator type of work or vector art or even pixel art, you can definitely get the job done in Affinity Photo and an Affinity uh, Designer. Um, they're great pieces of software. They run fantastic. I don't have anything really bad to say about them. Um, I will say this, however, if you're using any type of creative painting applications, kind of like um, Quixel, which is awesome, um, it only works with Photoshop because it's a plug-in for Photoshop. So if you rely on Quixel, then obviously you're going to have to continue to use Photoshop because of that. But if you're not connected to Quixel and Photoshop, um, I would definitely utilize um utilize the Affinity Photo brand. Um, I think the company's name is Serif, and they've made other photo type of programs in the past, but uh, this is their most latest and greatest, so definitely take a look at that. Another major piece of my puzzle that I use, and I kind of, it's really important to me, is using Microsoft OneDrive. I use Microsoft OneDrive to back up pretty much everything, whether it's icons for a podcast, um, picture references, my art, 3D, all of my game saves, um, just also my backups for my games. So, of course, when you're making a game, you should definitely put some backups up just in case you, you do something and everything messes up. You want to have some backups. I use Microsoft OneDrive for that. Um, Microsoft, if you're not familiar with it, it's a pretty much a cloud storage. And it's a wonderful cloud storage. Right now, I'm paying for the business edition of it so it's six dollars a month and for that six dollars you get so much you get um business class email to go with it um so if you have a domain you can go ahead and connect that domain so you can have like info at your game name company.com right also you get one drive you get about one terabyte of storage which is plenty um on top of that, you get digital versions of Microsoft Word, Excel, Flow, um, lots of other uh, pieces of software that they have that you can utilize to help organize yourself for basically game development, really. Um, a really nice piece of software that comes with it, of course, will be uh, something called Microsoft Planner. Um, it comes with it as well. And Microsoft Planner is kind of similar to Trello, where it's a kind of like a, um, what do they call it, a Kanban type of uh, organizational tool that allows you to create tasks for yourself. You can set dates, you can set reminders, you can create different tasks within a task to help you kind of pinpoint what you plan on doing and um, keep yourself on point, honestly, to kind of keep you going and, and remind you of what needs to be done. So generally, OneDrive is awesome, but having that Microsoft Business Essentials plan is key 
to getting all of that. And for six dollars, that's such a small fee to um, to really grab it for. Um, they have higher tiers, but um, this is more than enough, I think. And um, but yeah, man, go for it. One Drive Business Essentials. Go for it. You know, at the end of the day, don't give up. Things are going to get tough no matter what you use. No matter how simple the software is, crazy stuff will pop up. You know, when you're having a hard time and it's late at night and you just can't figure out what you, you know, what you need to do, you know, you just you just might be tired. Maybe it's late and your brain's not firing on all cylinders and you just can't figure out that one piece of code and you can't get this texture right and the character's not jumping the way you want it to be. You just can't give up, no matter how hard things get. You're going to have to spend time, understand the software that you're using, focus on the foundations that you're working with, focus on the very beginning levels of it. You know, these pieces of software go from beginner to advanced. You can do splotches of color or you can make pieces of art. Um, All of it it is valid, um, but you have to start where you're at. So I recommend that you just stay calm. Make sure that you hunker down, think about what you want to do, and don't give up. Remember, this is the thing you want to do. Just be passionate about it, rock it out, and just keep moving forward. I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I hope you guys found this episode useful. We're on this Game Makers plan together, so let's learn and grow together. If you're listening via YouTube or Twitch, Hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest and newest episodes. Um, If you're listening from your favorite podcast app, be sure to head over to the YouTube page or Twitch and just drop a hello. Um, Also, you can probably find me on the Discord as well if you want to just hang out. I'm on there pretty much all the time. So if even if I'm not like at home, you can catch me on my mobile device. So either way, we can connect. So again... My name is Charles from Indie Game Hustle. I salute you all. Farewell. Peace.